Welcome to the Keisha Wright Show, a weekly faith-based podcast for sisters, where we talk about everything concerning women. You name it, we'll cover it. There's no issue or topic off limits to God. And on this podcast, we'll expand the conversations. I'm your host and humble servant, Keisha Wright, licensed mental health therapist in the state of Maryland and transformation coach. As a therapist, it is my responsibility to advise you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for services from your very own mental health professional. Hello, 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 beautiful people. It's me, your host and humble servant, Keisha Wright. And as always, I want to extend a heartfelt thank you and express genuine appreciation for tuning in and supporting my show. So as we always do at the beginning of each recording, we do our check-in. So how are you guys doing today? How are you doing? This is the time where we evaluate ourselves to see how we're really doing, to check on ourselves because As women, all too often, we're looking after everyone else and we do not take time to see about ourselves. So last week during our check-in time, I asked you to evaluate your relationship with Christ. I just wanted you to make sure that you are in an improper alignment with him and that you are connected to him in a very, very personal way. And listen, if you found that you were not, like I said last week, there is no guilt, no shame, no judgment. Simply talk to him and figure out what you need to do, what adjustments you need to make to make sure that your relationship with Christ is in order. So this week, I want you to think about whether or not you are at peace with you. And as I thought of that question, it made me think a little bit about the recording that I did on self-acceptance. And if you have not listened to that, I strongly urge that you do so. But I want to know today, I want you to evaluate, are you at peace with you? Are you suffering from low self-esteem or feelings of low self-worth? Do you find yourself engaging in negative self-talk? where you always have some negative thoughts or something negative to say about yourself? Are you harboring feelings that stop you from moving forward, you know, based on things that you've done in your past that you, you just haven't been able to forgive yourself for? Are you having a difficult time making peace with all of or some of the wrongs that you have done in your past life? Do you extend compassion to yourself in the same way that you would extend compassion to others? I want you to really think about these questions and evaluate whether or not you are in a peaceful place with you. If you are not in a peaceful place with you, you may find it difficult to be in in a peaceful place with others. So having peace with yourself is very, very important. So moving on from the check-in, I just want to do a quick recap on what I talked about last week. 
um, over the last couple of weeks, we've, we've been talking about disappointment and I wrapped that up with last week's session where I talked about, I hate when I say session, but as a therapist, it comes out of my mouth so quickly. Last week's episode where I talked about disappointment with God and I provided a, a few practical steps to helping you to move past your disappointment with him. And I first made it very clear that it's okay to feel disappointed in, in God. You know, and a lot of times as Christian women, we don't want to admit that. And that thing has us in bondage because some of us are really disappointed. We're angry. We feel like he let us down and we're not dealing with those feelings. And we wonder why our relationship with Christ is just a little bit off. So he's all knowing anyway. So you may as well go on and tell the truth about it so that he can begin to really reveal some things to you to help you understand a little bit better, you know, the direction that he is taking your life. Believe me, everything that you've been through, he has a purpose for it. So if you're disappointed in him, talk to him about it. Be honest with him. I gave you a few steps. Number one was make the choice to stay with God no matter what. If you're disappointed, make the choice to stay with him. Number two, be honest with yourself and with God about how you're feeling. Number three, stay connected to God through prayer, through talking to him. And if necessary, talk to others who will always point you back to Jesus. And number four, accept that God allowed whatever it was, whatever this disappointment is, whatever you went through, just accept the fact that he allowed it to happen and that he has the power to restore you. Okay, so that's just a quick recap. And I talked about Naomi and Ruth and and how, um, you know, Naomi felt when she was disappointed in God. So if you did not have an opportunity to listen to last week's episode, um, that was episode seven. I encourage you to do so so that you can get all of the details. So listen, this week, I'm going to talk about self-forgiveness. The topic is self-forgiveness or not. Right. And so I wanted to talk about this and this, this topic, because it's a very common topic amongst a lot of the women that I see, you know, so before I move forward, I want to give you a definition of what self-forgiveness is. And the definition that I chose to use was written by Susan Nolan Hoxema. And I know I butchered her last name, N-O-L-E-N hyphen. H-O-E-K-S-E-M-A. She was a professor of psychology at Yale University. And she said that self-forgiveness means that you accept the behavior, you accept what has happened, and you are willing to move past it and move on with your life without ruminating, which simply means mulling over it, thinking about it all the time, without ruminating over past events that cannot be changed. And so I thought that that definition was perfect. So what I have found in, in, in therapy is that a lot of women have a very difficult time with forgiving themselves, especially when it comes to things that they have done to other people that they love. So I'm talking about things like, um, when they, when they didn't raise their children, when things happen, whatever happened in their lives and, and they didn't raise their children or, um, women who have committed adultery 
and ruined the family, broke up the whole family because of her poor choices or uh, women who, who decided to try gambling and, you know, and, 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 and then they had, they had a gambling problem and the family lost everything because of their, their gambling problem or um, women who, who got pregnant, at, who, who, who had teen pregnancies and they weren't equipped to raise their children and, and they don't feel like they did the best job at it and their children suffered as a result of, of them not being equipped to be a good mom. Um, I've, I've, I've heard some that, you know, have made choices for their, their parents, you know, put them in homes. And when their parents have gone on to be with the Lord, they just can't forgive themselves for, for the decisions that they made. I've had some who have, have had drug addictions and their addictions have cost them custody of their children, cost their marriages, you know, ruined the finances and they can't seem to get over those things, even though they're doing well in life now, you know, so, you know, I'm talking to women who to look at them, you can't see these things to look at them. You can't see it because they're doing well, but internally they suffer internally. They suffer. And, and the suffering, this internal suffering sometimes stops them from pursuing their goals and their dreams. And it, it stops them from reaching their full potential because for some reason or another, they just don't feel like they, they have a right to, to be happy. And so that's who I'm talking to in this episode. And so I want to share one therapeutic approach that I, I try to use towards self-forgiveness when I am confronted with women who just can't seem to get past some of their own transgressions against themselves and others. So this particular therapeutic approach is called the four R's of self-forgiveness. And with the four R's, we evaluate responsibility, which means you know, me helping the client, um, face what they've done, evaluate, have you really faced what you've done and, and helping them to work past excuses and rationalizations and justifications and things like that. Things that prevent them from owning their responsibility and why things ended up the way that they did. That's our number one. Our number two is remorse. You know, when you take responsibility, sometimes there are a lot of emotions that are involved. And we talk about, you know, not wanting to feel, feel guilty and, and not wanting to experience shame, but that's not always a bad thing when you're in, um, these stages of, of self-forgiveness because feeling the remorse, it could be healthy you know, as long as it's not lingering, like where the guilt and the shame where you can't let that go. So we, we are going to experience some remorse and I help them work through, um, their remorsefulness and kind of get through that aspect of it. The third R is when we begin the restoration process, making amends, asking others for forgiveness, um, 
and doing whatever you have to do to make peace with whatever you did to find yourself in this situation. And then the last thing is renewal where I assist them with help. I assist them with looking at the situation and trying to see it from a different and more healthy perspective, trying to see what they can learn from whatever happened. And so once I take my, my clients, my beautiful, beautiful clients through the four R's, this is just one of the therapeutic approaches that I use where I, like I said, help them with um, identifying their responsibility, helping them to work through remorse, um, trying to help them get to a place of restoration, making amends with people, um, and then renewal, you know, like how can we grow from this? So I'm going to tell you, there have been times where we have gone through all of these steps and my sisters are still stuck. And so as a therapist, I probably shouldn't be saying this, you know, because I know, you know, other therapists who listen to this are probably going to be like, what is she talking about? But sometimes I have had to tell my clients that, you know, you are way too focused on this self-forgiveness thing, you know, and sometimes people just really have a very, very difficult time letting go of some of the things that they've done. And some of the things are really bad. They are, you know, when you look at them from a human perspective, some of the things that we have done, they're really bad. And once you, you, you come to Christ and you start living a better life and you really fully understand the magnitude of some of your choices, sometimes it's difficult. It's difficult. It's difficult to move past it. It's difficult to let it go. It's very difficult to let yourself off of the hook. And so when I am faced with clients like these, um, like this, what I try to encourage them to do is rest. And I know you're saying, what are you talking about? I try to get them to a place where they are willing and able to rest in the forgiveness that God offers. Right. And so, um, we all know that when we, and I'm just really trying to think about how I want to say this because I don't want it to be confusing. Um, first John one, nine, one and nine says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Can you rest in that? If you can't forgive yourself right now, I want you to take the focus off of that because a lot of times we think that self-forgiveness is not thinking about it anymore, being totally free from it, and um, it just goes away. And for some people that happens, but for others, depending upon what it is that you, you, you did, who the lives that you impacted, you know, it's a little bit more difficult to move past it. And so when I find my, my clients in this particular situation, I try to redirect their focus to resting 
in the forgiveness of the Lord. And so, you know, I try to find in the Bible where there were any instances of anybody focusing on self-forgiveness and I could not find it. You know, the things that I have seen in the Bible as it relates to forgiveness is forgiveness of others and forgiveness from God. We forgive and we are forgiven by God. And so, you know, when, when King David sinned um, and had Uriah killed because he had, uh, you know, had an affair with, with Uriah's wife, David was concerned about restoring himself back to the Lord. He said that he had sinned against God and God alone. And sometimes when we read, when we redirect our focus off of gaining forgiveness from others and gaining forgiveness, you know, from ourselves and focus on the fact that God forgives us and trying to find rest in that. I have found that healing starts there. And so forgiveness from others, it's important. It really is important. But if you ask them for forgiveness and they don't offer it to you, what are you supposed to do? And sometimes our, our self-forgiveness, it hinges upon whether or not the person that we offended the most forgives us. And this is really hard, especially when it comes to when we, when we, um, when we offend our children, when we do things to hurt our children or our mothers or our spouses. It's difficult when, when sometimes people aren't ready to forgive us. And when that happens, it's difficult for us to forgive ourselves. You get what I'm saying? I want you to know that I really understand. And this is just some real stuff. And so what I am encouraging you to do is stop focusing so much on that. Because God is faithful and he's a restorer and forgiveness will come. Forgiveness will come. You know, God sometimes, you know, well, all the time, God has to do that work. That forgiveness work is between you and the Lord or the person and the Lord. And for true forgiveness, God has to do it. And so if it's not coming fast enough from someone that you asked for forgiveness from, if it's not coming fast enough, redirect your focus on the forgiveness that God has offered you and rest in that. Rest in Christ's forgiveness. Stop beating yourself up and remind yourself every time you start going down the road of despair because you can't forgive yourself or someone that you love has not forgiven you. I want you to take some deep breaths and rest. Rest in the forgiveness of God. So I read first John one and nine. And from here, all I can give you is scripture. You know, I'm not trying to hit you on the head with a whole bunch of scripture, but like, I thank God that he sends me Christian women. I, I don't know how I would be able to connect or, or help them through some things, but by the word of God. And so, you know, um, Matthew 11, 28 and 30 says, come unto me, all ye that, that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you. Now, a lot of us, we are yoked up. We're yoked up with the sins of, from our past. We're yoked up. It's like, it's like we, we, we can't move forward because we're yoked to our past. And the Lord is saying, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A lot of us, we're, we're carrying like these, these, these things that we've done and it's like we're yoked to it to the degree that is stopping us from moving forward. And so I need you, I'm encouraging you to rest in the forgiveness that God says he offers us in 1 John 1 and 9. All you have to do is confess it. Confess it to the Lord and he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So he's doing the work. And so if you can't find it in yourself to forgive yourself to the degree that you're not ruminating over whatever it is that you've done to the degree that you're able to move on with your life, I need you to redirect your focus. Take it to the Lord. All of you who are laid, who labor and are heavy burdened, heavy laden with things, you're burdened with, with the weights of your past. Rest in the Lord's forgiveness. It says that, that he will, he will give you rest for your soul. Some of our souls are still grieving over some of the things that we've done. Allow the Lord to give you rest. That's all you're going to hear me say for the rest of this episode. Rest in the Lord's forgiveness. If you cannot find it within yourself right now to forgive yourself. Okay. And so I, the, I just read Matthew 11, 28 through 30. I want to read it. I read it in the, the um, King James version. I want to read it again in the message because this really struck me. It says, are you tired? Worn out, burned out on religion, come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I'm telling you, sisters, God is offering you grace. He's offering you grace on all of that stuff. He's offering it to you. And if you don't have the strength right now to let it go, don't worry so much about it. Rest in God's forgiveness. It says in the message version, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's the whole thing. We want to, we want to live lightly. We're so heavy with all of the things that we've done. And Lord knows, I know that feeling. I have some things that I've done that I am not proud of. We can't go back and change it. All we can do is confess it to the Lord, ask him for forgiveness and he, he will give it to us. So let's rest in that. Psalm 103 says, bless the Lord, O my soul. 
I'm reading verses one through five. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Listen to these benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. That's not just physical diseases. That's diseases of the spirit. Some of our spirits are diseased because of the things that we cannot let go. Things that we've done. It says, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Some of us, the things, the ills of our past, it's destroying our lives, destroying our peace. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Again, we're just talking about redirecting our focus from forgiving ourselves in and of ourselves and resting in the forgiveness that God offers us. And in, 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 in Psalm 103 verses one through five talks about some of the benefits of that. Right. And so then if you go further down in Psalm 103, I told you all I have for you tonight is scripture. I'm sorry. This episode is scripture. He will not always chide. Neither will he keep his anger forever. We're talking about God. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Like he's a forgiving God. He, he, you know, he doesn't give us what we deserve for the things that we've done. And if almighty God can forgive us, surely, surely we can get to a place where we forgive ourselves. But until such time, we're going to rest in God's forgiveness, right? I've read nine and 10, Psalm 103, nine and 10. I'm going to read um, verses 11, 12 and 12. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear, meaning that reverence him. So we have to reverence the Lord. You know, we, we, we have to revere him. And it says, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. So once we ask for forgiveness, he removes the transgressions from us. We are the ones that hold on to it. Again, I say, can you rest in that? Can you rest in the fact that God has removed your transgressions away from you? Can you rest in that? And then I'm going to take you to Micah chapter seven, verse 18 and 19. Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity? and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. He is happy to offer his mercy to us. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. It reminds me of that Helen Baylor song into the sea of forgetfulness. He placed all of my sin. I wish I could sing it, but I don't want them to, to, uh, take my, take this episode down for, for, uh, copyright infringements. But the song says into the sea of forgetfulness, he placed all of my sin. 
I'm the one who keeps reminding you over and over again into the sea of forgetfulness. And she even says in the song, as far as the east is from the west, 70 times seven, he forgives us. And so, you know, I'm, I, I'm encouraging you, if you can't forgive yourself at this time, stop working so hard to do it. Self-forgiveness is hard because we, we're not proud of the things that we've done. So what I'm encouraging you to do, rest in the forgiveness of the Lord. Rest, sisters. That's really all I have for this episode. Stop putting all of your attention into this self-forgiveness thing. There are some clients that I've been able to walk through self-forgiveness and they get it. And then there are others, depending upon what they did, how it impacted their lives, how it impacted the lives of those that are closest to them. They've not been able to get there with this whole self-forgiveness thing. And it becomes very burdensome. So the work God's going to have to help you do that work. So until such time that you are free, you know, until such time that the freedom from that stuff happens, I am simply encouraging you to rest in the forgiveness of the Lord. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for your forgiveness and we thank you for your rest. And Father, I am praying that if there is anyone under the sound of my voice that is struggling, God, with the ills of their past, with things that they've done to people, with things that they have done to themselves and they have not been able to let it go, to forgive themselves and move on, Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will give them rest. Father, I pray right now that you will remind them that you have forgiven them and you have placed their transgressions as far as the east is from the west and into the sea of forgetfulness. Father, help us to embrace that so that we can move on and get on with the work that you have called us to. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus name. Go in peace, my sisters. Listen, rest in God's forgiveness until such time that you get to a place of self-forgiveness. So that that's, that's, um, that's some good stuff right there. So listen, in closing, I invite you to visit my website to learn more about me and get connected. You are welcome to send me an email and share your thoughts about this episode or other episodes. If you want to stay up to date on what's going on on the show, subscribe and follow me on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to rate and review me in the app as this helps spread the word and grow my listenership. Please, please, please share my podcast with everyone in your world that you think will benefit from this very timely content. I thank you again for tuning in and I look forward to sharing with you next week. Until then, peace and love.